<laughs> yeah, highlight. Don't forget the real though. Yeah, yeah. I bet you won't turn me up. What's that you bumping? It ain't vibing hard enough. No, hey, no. Check my playlist, guaranteed you ain't here talk. From the indies to the mainstream, bringing all the stuff. Music talks for the Wayne and Janine. Run it up. Run it, run it. Pass that ox. Pass that Too much heat for one show, but you know what we got to do here. Welcome to Past Ox. As a matter of fact, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Welcome to Past Ox. Past Ox. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know what time it is. It's your boy, resident mediator, your favorite podcast host. You already know what time it is. I am joined by. Oh, so lovely. Y'all already know she is back, y'all. The queen is back. I know, fellas, some of y'all was asking. Y'all was like, yo, where's your knee at? She ain't with us this week, but look, y'all, she's back in full effect. So I'm joined by my oh, so lovely co host, the queen of classic. Y'all ain't know Miss Bougie Thuggy Janine. Talk to the people. technically you know we got jobs over here um but i did miss y'all i missed recording um but you know you and Derek definitely held it down so you know i was missed but not really you know what i mean oh no you were (laughs) (laughs) and most definitely were you definitely with us in spirits as of course yes i was yes i was absolutely so ladies and gentlemen i mean we we are getting a full house and of course we are joined by the man y'all already know how i introduced this man he is the hardest working man in show business he actually helped me do a dude's night out version of past the ox last weekend <laughs> y'all already know it is your favorite resident as you know <clears throat> well we call him clive now y'all people we, we call clive, him clive. Man. clive man you know what i'm saying <laughs> clive man you know what i'm saying so, so, boy, you know what i'm saying to, to those who don't know you know my boy is you know got that jamaican in him man you know what i'm saying got that jamaican man you know what I mean? so we had to give him a jamaican name because he didn't have the jamaican in his name you know so <laughs> i <I'd> already said it <laughs> boo, boo. you already know uh so <laughs> this is the hardest working man in show business show business gotta say it like that business show business my boy mr you know eagle flying <clears throat> celtic pride wearing you know what i'm saying anti-cowboy loving you know what i'm saying this man is Derek clive myers <laughs> clive man hey I'm, well, I, I can't i cannot wait to hear what phone calls i get from kingston it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be awesome <laughs> there you go man there you go there yeah you go. yeah Glad, glad to be back. Glad to be back. Welcome back. Sure. Welcome back. I mean, ladies, gentlemen, we are so glad to just be back in y'all presence. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we appreciate y'all for always 
kicking it and rocking it with us, making this one of, if not the top show under the OTS brand. We appreciate y'all. We, we, we love y'all, man. We be feeling so love. I mean, like, I can't believe it. Like, y'all really love us. Y'all really love us. Like, that being said, you know, it's a lot to talk about, really. I mean, it's New Music Friday. You know what I mean? We got a, a <clears throat> important historic album that uh dropped that's gonna get in our history segment which is gonna be talked about arguably probably the greatest album of all time in this particular artist's catalog but we'll get to that but y'all know oh, how we oh, do it on this show catalog okay all right. <laughs> yeah I, I was about to say. <laughs> you see what i was going there i see what you're trying to do no nah. sir <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Oh, nah, 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 hey, Oh, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, y'all know I'm a fool. Anyway, nonetheless, nonetheless, y'all already know how we start off this show. It is our number one segment that we kick it off our icebreaker of Pastor Ox. Miss Janine, go ahead and uh, alley oop that thing because you know you back in this thing. I am. I feel like, um, I don't know, this week I've been like super busy. So my what's been in my ears is kind of tied into what's new in music this week. So if we can kind of tie the two in together. Um, you actually put me on to MGK's new um, album where he took a turn in creative direction where he's more like punk rock. Yeah. And I love it. I like it. I, I'm pro I, I just listened to it today. I was probably not in the best of, of vibes to really receive it, mm -hmm. but it was definitely nostalgic in a way. Like it took me to my Blink-182 days and my Green Day and my Paramore. And, yes. you know, we're upset because our parents want, uh, want us to be doctors, but we just want to skateboard all day. You know, like it definitely took me to that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Come on now, talk to <laughs> And I like it. I like it a lot because um, something we talked about on the very first episode of Pastor Ox is that was dope about artistry today is that you don't have to stay in one box. So although he's a rapper, I feel like even with Wild Boys, he definitely brought like a rock and roll vibe yeah. or, or energy. Mm -hmm. And he just took it full throttle here. Um, maybe his role in the biopic for Motley Crue inspired it. I don't know, but whatever it was, I like it. Yeah. So that's what's been in my ears as of today. As of today. Uh, I have to agree with you there. I actually had a chance to check that out myself. Uh, shout out to LJ, uh, you know, one of the founding members of the OTS group. He actually posted it in the OTS group, which made me nice. check it out, you know, because he said he was rocking with it. And well, y'all know, sometimes whatever LJ may rock with, we may not necessarily rock with. <laughs> We love you, LJ. We, we love you, LJ. We love you. It's love, my friend, because we know you got some taste. We do. We know you got some taste. But sometimes it's kind of like, oh, I don't know about that, Playboy. I don't know. But yeah, because he tried to get me into watching that Hamilton, and that wasn't happening. You need to watch Hamilton. Mm -hmm. Oh, see, see, I'm see. good. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, I give right. up on that fight. I got, I got cool. 25 minutes. Miss out on it. I'll, I'll miss out. I'm good. <laughs> I don't need to be a part of everything. There you go. There you go. Uh, what is the son of a bastard? I don't know. I'm sorry. I just got yeah. it. You know, I'm like, talking about Hamilton. 
Hamilton. Hamilton. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, Rebecca will kill me later. But anyways, nonetheless, I hear to say this right now that I have to agree. This MGK album was actually pretty dope. It did take me back to my inner alternative rock days where you yeah. felt like such a skater boy. Yes, skater boy. Avril Lavigne, that's right. You know, it felt like such a skater boy. You just want to just grab your skateboard. You know what I'm saying? Talk about your aches and heartbreaks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Screw the world. So much pressure in my life. Yeah. yeah, man. I can't take yeah, you anymore. I'm, so I'm so done with life, man. You know what I mean? I don't like you anymore, mom. I don't want to be like you, mom. <laughs> there you go. Mobbing through the neighborhood like yeah. Ed, Ed, Nettie, baby. It took me back all the way to those days. So if you guys have not, even if you're not a fan of MGK or don't listen to him like that, I recommend if you if you miss that nostalgic like punk alternative rock early 2000s mid 2000s garage vibe, bands garage bands and all that mm-hmm. uh maybe to those of you who actually liked the rebirth of little wayne you know in the prom queen phase you know <laughs> see what i did there uh if you were that type and you rocked with it then you'll definitely rock with this album so go ahead and check it out but you got to be in the mood you know what i'm saying any features it's- uh okay Hayes Hayes Hazley I know is probably one of the big ones um I don't Hazley. listen to her but I know that sh- that her name rings bells she's apparently very popular right now yes okay. it was Hazley and um it was someone else that Trippy Red Trippy is Red. on one which which was dope yeah Trippy Red was there um and who is this Ian 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 Dior I don't know who that is. I don't know who it is either. I'm sorry if I don't know, but sure, he must be relevant enough to be featured on this very song. So, nonetheless, uh, you didn't have a lot of them, but it was, it was, you know, um, take over, take off. Oh, take off. Oh. Oh, take off is on there. Actually, no. I'm sorry. That was a little Wayne project. My bad, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. My bad. I will say too, his 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 voice sounds good. I like um he wasn't doing any like real like singing or anything, but it sounded good over these punk rock beats. It did. And I would love to know um who who his team was to get the songs together. Like I wonder if anybody from you know like our Blink One Eighty Two groups like had any type of hand in this because it really sounded like that. It was really it good. It really did. And it makes you just uh, wonder a lot of times, like, could this be? uh, I mean, we've seen evolutions and forms of music kind of make their comebacks. And as we know, with the the good alternative rocks, you know, that pretty much black people, white people and all people really were into at that point, uh, it could be making its unique comeback in a way through Maybe he's paving that. Who knows? Uh, I don't know because I always thought with Lil Nas X that country was the next wave with rap and apparently, I don't know, maybe that hasn't really quite hit that ceiling yet. I don't know. But Country's going to be a hard genre to yeah. Well, you know, country rap. Country rap. Country rap. Like like a trap country is what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Like Old Town Roadish. You know what I mean? What no, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it. I just, uh, I yeah. don't know. I thought that was going to be a new wave. Yeah. You know? I thought yeah. more artists were going to try to, you know, with how hot that song was, I thought more artists were going to try to emulate that sound and, you know, make it their It'd own. It'd be nice if they did, but. Eh. 
in for everybody, I guess, you know, so. You know, because I don't, I don't, I don't like when people jump on trends and waves, like Little Nas X, it worked for him, because it sounded like that's something that he genuinely wanted to do, and it worked for him. But then when everybody starts trying to jump on one particular sound because they see that one artist really ate from it, then it becomes watered down and like cheesy. Well, see, that, but that's that's the that's the um, identity of artists a lot of times. Unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. commercially, they they just do that. They 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 bite onto what um, what pops and then try to emulate that in their music, and it all sounds the same. Like mm-hmm. I think the reason why Lil Nas X worked is because that's he he really is into uh, country music. Mm-hmm. And if you're not into country music, then you just it's not going to work for you. But like I would say, like uh, 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 when Nelly did his with uh, was it Tim McGraw? Tim, Tim McGraw. Was it Tim McGraw? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. But there's a lot of people that don't that didn't like it. I loved it. I I, I can't. Maybe lie. I wasn't open to it back then. I don't know. Probably. Yeah, that's possible. I, I but for me, I liked it. I know, and I and that's what that kind of brought me back to, as like like, it, I mean it'd be nice if we can get something like that that was like genuine. Yeah, if we can get something that that'd be nice, but who knows? Who knows? Indeed, who knows? Uh, so I guess you know again, uh, continue to just be in your own way. But I guess uh, we'll pass this thing over to Mr. Derek. Derek, speaking of which, what have you been vibing to this week, sir? Ari Linux. Hmm. Ari yeah. Linux, that yeah. Ari Ari uh I <laughs> I tend to listen to a lot of Dreamville artists. Like that's just usually like throughout the week. That's just kind of like what I just play just to, you know, vibe out and, and listen to them while I'm doing other things. So that's usually what I'm listening to. But um yeah, Ari, uh, I think I played a little bit of um Trey songs as well. But, mm-hmm. yeah okay. yeah it's a good one it's a good one i like that i like that i actually uh on an r&b tip i found myself vibing to miss ashanti uh a little bit and i actually really? was listening to rain on me right I, I i created like a it was you know with the rain that's been Man. going on these past couple of days yeah. i actually yeah. started thinking of some of my favorite songs that had rain in it or like a rain like message to it right and i just made a playlist called when it rains you know and and i and i came across the shanti's rain on me and was just like yo i forgot how dope this beat was and yeah. like i literally was just finding myself putting it on repeat because like i was like yo this is kind of nice i might actually have to freestyle to this because this was actually a dope you know i remember how dope the song was because it dealt with like uh it was really talking about like female abuse and things of that domestic nature. abuse you know, mm-hmm. domestic mm-hmm. abuse exactly so mm-hmm. like i mean it, it it was one of those where it was like yo hey i'm rocking with this you know what i mean yeah. and uh yeah it was like i said the, i was just been on like different a combination of like variety of songs that dealt with the rain you know because when i'm in when it's rainy day you know i just kind of find myself like in the you know, like Mary J. Blige and Ja Rule, song called Rainy Days. You know, it was one of them rainy days. So yeah, it was yeah. just vibing. Um, but Maybe yeah, vibing. You'd be inside your feelings, crying over stuff you've never personally been through. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, or, or sometimes, or sometimes, you know, you're just hearing the rain pour and it's all nice and relaxing and you just 
you know, you just lay there and you just like look up at the ceiling. You're just like listening to a song like, yeah, and you doze off, you know, and you're like peacefully okay. sleeping, you know, right? It's such a yeah. beautiful thing. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess, I guess you could say I've been on a little bit of everything like that is, you know, just kind of been on shuffle with some stuff. So anything that would just pop up is just like, hey, I'm listening. But uh, most importantly, uh, most recently, for sure, that MGK album kind of had me in the feels a little bit. And I'm going to go back and give it some more listens later on. Oh, got to shout out my boy KB. That's right. KB actually dropped a new album as of today. Well, you guys are listening on Monday evening, so I will say it's New Music Friday. And KB dropped a new album, which not only did it do well, guys, breaking news. KB's album not only charted number one in hip-hop, period. Not Christian hip-hop, just hip-hop, period, on the charts. But the music videos also outdid WAP. Go figure. Good job, KB. KB. <laughs> and, and listen, and to those of you who don't know about KB, That's let me crazy. tell you. It is crazy, right? KB, let me tell you guys a little about K- KB to those who out there who may not know who KB is. Like, maybe you don't follow Christian hip-hop or you probably just know Lecrae or, you know, Andy Minio maybe or somebody like that. KB is a guy who's been under that umbrella with Lecrae. He was under his label and everything. Recently, I believe, like late last year, he, he left the label and he's kind of been doing his own thing. So he has a new, you know, under his own branch, he just dropped a new album. KB is what you would call an anthem type of rapper. Like his music is always epic, like on some Travis Scott level epic. Like it's always stadium status gets you like super hype type. Yeah. And but what's so cool about KB is that he keeps it 100% real. Like he gonna give you the truth. You know what I mean? He gonna he gonna, he's done the shame. He's gonna give you the truth in his music, but it's gonna feel epic at the same time. Where you're just like, yo, <laughs> this is dope. And so I mean, that man literally start to finish that album was was hitting y'all. Like he 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 took songs that were he twisted it in ways you were just like, oh my gosh. So salute to KB for charting number one. Uh, I've seen other Christian artists, I've seen other DJs, artists, and people just uh, saluting KB saying, hey, this is what happens when you truly do things the right way according to God. Like when you really are yourself, stuff like this happens. Uh, so it, it's, it's amazing to see him really just on day one doing this much you know what i mean so salute to kb had to shout that out and uh yeah that's all that's been pretty much in my ears this week so far to this point uh so let's check i want to add can i add please i forgot i was also listening to chris brown i feel like i know that chris brown is amazing like whenever a chris brown song comes on like i'm vibing to it i think that when he releases a project sometimes i feel overwhelmed as of late, because of he'll late. do these projects with, like, 58 songs, like, yeah. 127 songs. Yeah. So, like, you feel like, <laughs> I can't I can't really take in all of this. Mm-hmm. But when he drops a song, like, you're going to rock with it. So I was listening to his um, Old Fame album. And I was like, I forgot how much I love this. Ooh, classic. Some would argue and say that's his best album. Do you guys agree with that thought? or Fame? Fame. Yeah, a lot of people feel like that was his best album. What, what, what I appreciate it more than I did graffiti at the time. Like I remember fans like, okay, I like this. 
Graffiti was cool, but I liked Fame more. I don't know if that's his best album, but I, I like know. it. Because remember, yeah, that I'm album sure. was fresh off of the Rihanna situation, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think, and you know what, what sucks about that? It's like ever since that moment, people have been uh, 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 trashing him and his music as if, I, I mean, I know that situation aside, like his music has been consistent. Like when he puts out music, it is good. It's really good. It's not trash, you know. Mm-hmm. And I gotta, I might have to listen to Fame again because uh, I can't, rem- I can't remember everything that was on there. But I don't know if I could. I don't even know what I could say is his best album. To be completely honest, not not right now. Hey, we might have to discuss like- it. We're going to discuss that on another episode of Past Exclusive, the, the hell? Yeah. Exclusive you is you know probably the one. Uh, oh, see? Uh, see? Yeah. We might yeah, have we to might discuss have this. this. Yeah. Just like... The X was good, too. I don't know. I don't know. We're going yeah, to have to do... We're yeah. going to see. Ladies and gentlemen, hard. ladies and gentlemen, I'm just here to let you know, we do, from time to time, do episodes where we do a discussion version. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, check out episode number one if you are not a faithful Past the Ox listener, go back in the archives. Check out episode one of Past the Ox, where we discuss Ursha Baby and his catalog, and we break down album by album, single by single, and let y'all know that pretty much this man was a goat and is a goat when it comes to all of the hits he put out from all of these Hard albums over the years. So we look like we're gonna be doing the same thing with Chris Breezy, y'all. So y'all stay tuned. He would be he would be a nice uh, uh person to see on a versus battle. Cause I, who would you put up against Chris Brown though? I don't know. Cause that's the thing, like I don't know two people come to mind immediately, Neo and Trey Songs. I would probably say Trey probably Songs. Trey. Yeah, Trey Songs it might be the better matchup because it seems like he has a better catalog. But if you're talking about also the music that that like Neo is written for other people, if he could bring that into the battle, that might be. And tough. then Neo did a battle already, he did. right? He did. did he? So they can't repeat. Yeah, yeah. yeah I forget did. who he went he, up he, against. He battled a songwriter. It was like a songwriter's yeah. battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, it was one of the earlier ones. It was back when they still kind of did it through Instagram. Oh, okay, okay. Well, but Trey Songz is still a good option. I would say Trey would probably be his best competition, but Chris Brown would would still get it. Chris would kill that one because I don't. But it'll be nice to see them go back and forth. It'll be entertaining. Yeah, I think I think people sleep on uh, Chris's catalog, Mm -hmm. like. He really, I mean, and and also not just the catalog, Ooh. but when he performs the song too. Ooh. Wait, doing full backflip on stage and still singing like, beat on beat. Like, yeah. ah. hey, guys, guys, hold up! I just thought of it. I know who you could put up against Chris Brown. Who? Bow Wow. 
All right, so something else that I wanted to talk about. No. When it comes to... no. What? Nah. Y'all don't think Bow Wow could go up against Chris Brown? Then no shade to Bow because I love Bow Wow. But come no, on, boy. man. But they're not. This they're not the same. Of... They're not the same genre, though. It's never always been the same genre. But if you think about Bow Wow's hits, mostly they have been kind of on the romantic tip. With the exception of a few, yeah. most of them have been catered to the women. With the exception of a few, you know what I'm saying? That will kind of like would eat him alive. I think Chris would kill do. that one. Yeah. I think he would absolutely I don't know. I think y'all sleeping, man. I don't out know. Of, out of what do they do? 20, 20 tracks? 20. It's usually 20, yeah. right? It's usually 20. Bow Wow has way more than 20. Yeah, but way more than twenty that are. But better. Chris Brown's is gonna hit harder. I think. I think Chris Brown. I think Chris Brown. Like hey, one album could just do that one. Nah, hey man, listen. Beware the dog, man. Again, no, no and it's not. It's not shade. Like no shade to like. I don't think it's an equal battle. record, and I'm turning up. No, 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 I'm saying that's because I, like I don't what what the music the type of music that that we get from Chris Brown. I don't know that I would necessarily want to, like Brandy and Monica, for example, when they were going, it was it was hit after hit after hit after hit. Like, oh, I forgot about this. One. I forgot about that one. Oh, this was good. I don't know if that same flow would happen with Bow Wow and, and Chris Brown. And again, like 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 Janine said, it's no diss to, to Bow Wow. I just don't know that that's like genre. Not a good matchup. I don't think it, I don't think it would work. I don't think it'll work. I think I think Chris has to go against someone that's R and B. Now I don't think anybody can go up against Chris. Other than Trey Songz, but even that's like it's kind of shaky. I think now if Chris Brown got real serious and did a rap album, you know who? Hey, should I say still kill it too? Because remember, he did a whole mixtape with um Tyga. That's, yeah. And he was holding his own. He on was. There. If he did a whole album of rap, uh, you know what? Okay, what what would what would a matchup between Chris Brown and Drake look like? That would be nice, actually. Because it's kind of like the same thing. Like they both have rap songs they could put in there but they both have the the r&b you know and they did really have like a rivalry at one point so that'll be nice the only thing is one didn't hit the other one like monica did to brandy let's keep it in the studios guys no (laughs) physical altercations okay yeah (laughs) i mean i think i think that um no but wait they were throwing bottles and stuff inside the clubs like so hey and they were turning up too yeah, just nothing. I, I, when it I doesn't connect, right now I'm bringing it to your yeah. When it doesn't connect, I I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's just the theatrics. At yeah. That yeah, yeah. It's like it's like that whole thing, like hold me back type thing, like <laughs> just that. just showing me showing that. off, man. Right. Well, speaking of Drake, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so glad that you brought that up. That's the nice transition. That was beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. See, (laughs) this is a segment where we talk about 
a moment in history, music-wise, guys. That's right. So check this out. Shout out to the hardest working man in, in show business, Mr. Derek Myers, who goes and posts all the dope historic facts that happen in music history. And he posts them right in the OTS group and on the OTS Instagram page. So make sure you follow that at OTS guys so you can keep up with a lot of what's going on. Seven years it has been wow, already. Seven wow, years. seven years, ladies and gentlemen. A number of completion, by the way. That has been seven years since nothing was the same hit everyone's ears. It hit. And, and so to those who may or may not really remember, nothing was the same. I don't know why what you're thinking of if you don't remember it, because many argue that this is his best album of his catalog. But we'll get to that where you give those opinions, guys. We'll get to that. Let me just read the track list of this very album. And you guys kind of then emphasize if this is his best album from his catalog of albums or not. So let's get started. You've got Two Scan Leather, Furthest Thing, Started From The Bottom, Wu-Tang Forever, Own It, Worst Behavior, From Time, Hold On, We're Going Home, Connect, The Language, 305 To My City, Too Much, <laughs> too much pound cake slash Paris Morton music two come through and of course last but not least all me I leave it to my favorite album. album what Great is album. this is this his greatest album of his catalog to date I don't know if I want to say that it is his best catalog. However, started from the bottom will always and forever be like, bro, like, he, that's an anthem. I played it at my best friend's graduation. Mm -hmm. I played it at the closing to my house. Like, <laughs> it, I, that's I, I don't a know, perfect that one time song to play that. Kind of take, <laughs> yeah. True. That is true. You know, I don't, I don't know. The album is amazing. And, and you can play it top to bottom, no skips. And that, for me, is what defines a good album. Yeah. Um, easily his best. <laughs> easily okay. his best album. Easily. I, I, I think, and I, I, I'm not going to say that. But this was, this was his thriller. I, this was easily his thriller. I, 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 every album that he's come out with since then, I have compared to that. And nothing is matched up. Nothing, ha, nothing, ha, nothing ha, was the same, huh? Nothing was the same. Yes, <laughs> I see you did that. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I'll man. I'll here all I, I, the intro, uh, Tuscan Leather, that is probably one of the best intro tracks ever. I am willing to say it's, it's up there, easily top 10 of all intro tracks, easily. That was, that, that was a great way to bring it in and wrapped it up um, with, uh, with Pound Cake. I love Pound Cake. 
Yeah, that the the the, the, the album, like you said, Janine, there's not one uh one track that you you really skip. I mean, I was I used I forget what track I did used to skip, but that was because sometimes I um I didn't I just didn't care about listening to it at that moment. But it's not as it's not a track that I would skip on a regular basis. Um, yeah, man, I I this I look. This is my favorite Drake album, easily. This is my favorite Drake album, so I have to say that was his best one for me. That was that was that was his best one. I, I don't see how you can say uh, views, more life, for Scorpion even compete. Well, I think the only other album that probably would, would is either Nothing Was the Same or Take Care, which. I was mm. just about to mention yeah. if uh, like like that is between those two. Yeah, if nothing was the same was his thriller, then that must make take care bad, son. Because thriller and bad are pretty much the same thing. I'm, I'm not mad at it. Oh, hold mm-hmm. on, we're going home was a song that I would skip. I Only because they played the it song. on the radio so much. You're like, I, yeah. I heard it enough on the radio. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah. So, but that's not a bad. That's not a bad comparison. I, I I like that. I like that. Take care of being his bad. That's hmm. I'm not not mad at that. And and I, like that's the Drake I want to hear again. You know, um, and I know I think he was he was on Rap Radar and talked about that. <laughs> um, how people would uh always compare his new music to that, and you know. I can't remember what he said. I, I, I'm not sure if he said that he he wouldn't do another album like that, or he, you know, might not even try it. I forgot what he said, but that's one of those albums that I don't know that you can actually top. And it's not to say that he has not put out good music since. I, I don't, I, you know, there's people that are gonna probably be pissed at me for saying that. 2015 to me was the last time a complete project from Drake was really good. What a hmm. time, you know that uh, uh what a time to be alive and if you're um reading this it's if too you're reading this yes yeah, too late those those two albums 15 those were great projects mm-hmm. great projects but ever mm-hmm. since i just i can't i can't nothing compares nothing was the same for me you know i will disqualify myself from giving an opinion on this particular thing why yeah why well don't kill me, people. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. All right. I'm just being honest. Oh, I've no. never listened to a Drake album. What? I've only heard his singles. I've only heard his singles. I only know. I now, only Wayne, know you have never... made some <laughs> confessions on here that have just <laughs> had me shook it. <laughs> I'm serious. I've never listened to a complete any of his albums like in complete start to finish to any, except for views. And that was only because I had it on my phone and I think I downloaded it. And so I just would hear it in shuffle. So before we have this past by Ox deep dive on the Drake albums, you need to listen to all the Drake albums. Yeah, I need you to. You need to do a few weeks, maybe a month of research <laughs> every week listen to an album straight listen to for a Drake week. album straight. yeah 
Y'all do realize that means I have to be in the mood for this, given the fact that this man sings a lot. As my boy Kofi Kingston would say, that's singing-ish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shout out to my boy Kofi Kingston. You know what I'm saying? Bro. WWE superstar who is not a fan of R&B, apparently, because he don't, he don't rock with that singing-ish too much. Yeah, nah, yeah. He said it on his podcast, on the New Day podcast. Shout out to the New Day podcast. He literally confessed and said, when it comes to R&B, he just, he don't, he don't rock with it. Like, you don't listen. He can't How sit there and he? listen. Yeah, probably mid-30s, probably. So he grew up around the same time we did. Yeah. The 90s is the best, best R&B, period yes. for R&B. Yes. And he can't rock with that singing. He calls it hey, that singing-ish. That I'm singing-ish. married to somebody who doesn't really do R&B. He's like, yeah, like, it's cool, but... It's not for everybody. He doesn't really listen to it, listen to it. Yeah, it's not for everybody. Like, y'all got to realize, man, I'm going to have to go through a breakup or something so I can really listen to Drake. No, like this. Maybe I got to put myself in the fields or something because nah. it got to be a cloudy, rainy day or something. I, a lot nah. of people try to give Drake that that image, but that's not really like I don't listen to any of the I, I don't listen to any of his albums like uh, like he's hurt and like he's crying over a girl. That's like, Adele. Yeah, that's that's not the energy <laughs> that he gives. <laughs> that's all. not Drake, man. I mean, I, I he. Is he is he a sensitive guy? Like, can you tell that in his music? A little bit, yeah. But what artist is not sensitive? That's like that's that's the thing. What artist is not sensitive? I think all artists are sensitive to a point. That's and true. I think too, like when Drake, what Drake really popped like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. He was like the first artist to get into. I'm not about to just be talking about street shit and like selling drugs and like fighting because i'm not really about that like i got homies that do that but what am i doing right now i am in i am in relationships i am on my grind i am chasing this dream and like that's what he's talking about so maybe that's where the sensitive image came from is because he was not talking about what everybody else was talking about at that time and he was more in tune with his feelings i guess that's the thing. I I love I love when artists uh, uh go against the the grain, like when they do what others aren't doing. That's yeah. that's that's how you make yourself stand out even more. You know, I mean, if you do it the right way, you know, I'm not saying just go out and find anything, you know, just stupid to do that with. But he 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 did. The- Don't do like irrelevant new type of things you know what i'm saying yeah yeah you want to stay you want to stay focused and and that was a perfect people are never going to know what what we're ta- what we're discussing totally did that. as long as we know but yeah <laughs> don't do that don't do those type of things yeah <laughs> don't do it yeah. um, okay so for y'all i can't believe you haven't heard a drake album bro yeah. Hey man, I, listen, that doesn't don't make y'all, sense. don't judge me, man. Listen, We're not judging. I'm I just know his no, I am. I know his singles. <laughs> I okay? can't believe it. I'm a man who knows his singles, and I know certain songs from projects that people probably thought were popular and probably could have been singles, like Pound Cake. I'm familiar with it. I vibe with it. But I, I mean, to the out to the songs on his albums, such as Take Care, that people 
you know, I mean, Take Care, Nothing Was The Same. I don't know every song on that album. I just know certain ones. Like, I knew Down Jake. I knew Started From The Bottom. I knew Hold On We're Going Home. Rest okay. those. Listen to the entire album. I will. Front to back, no skips. No skips. I, like I, I might said, actually start. I'm, I meant to listen to that the other day and I just completely forgot. Okay. I, I can mm-hmm. do, I can, I will do my best to definitely go album from album, starting from the very beginning. Please. Okay. Listen to his mixtapes too. His mixtapes. Mm-hmm. People uh, sleep on his mixtapes. His mixtapes were really what? good. Replacement Girl is what I see. I know songs, okay? I knew, I knew, I knew the grassy Drake when he was transitioning from Jimmy to Drake. All right, so I knew this guy. So don't don't think I'm not a fan of Drake, people. All right, I am. Any single he puts out, I listen he, to it. You're I'm about like, to okay. get is gonna help me. Not oh, you. trust me. I appreciate <laughs> gonna help you, my boy. <laughs> gonna help you. Well, if it helps, yes, appreciate I have ever, <laughs> ever, ever listened to a Drake album start to finish. Wow. Ever, except for yeah. Me. Except for views, views is the only one I know at this point. Just about. I don't know down. how that's. See, did you like I views? I did. I actually did like. Okay, views. if I you liked like views, you're going to love. Nothing was the same. And why was views the first album you actually listened to? Aside Great question. From- uh, because at that time, let's see. Uh, it was a girl, hits. wasn't it? It was a lot of hits. He had. I mean, again, I went off of his hits. And that one, for whatever reason, seemed to have it produced a lot. lot of hits. It produced a lot. So because of the lot of the hits that it had, Hotline Bling, you know. No, in the Hotline Bling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like in that era, I felt like that was views to me personally is where it stopped. Because Scorpion, I have that album, and I can't listen Did to you that. more life. I tried to. I try to listen to Scorpion in full, and I can't. There's certain songs I rock with, but I, can't I don't. I don't blame you. Scorpion is not. Uh, Scorpion didn't do it for me, but Views was like, all right, I see where you went here. You dropped out of school, and now we dumb bitch. You know what I mean? Like I was like, all right, cool. I like Views. So I if y'all saying that, I'll go back. All right, now I'll, I'll, I'll periodically, like I said, y'all give me a deadline. And y'all say we gonna do just know that we're not having a discussion on past the odds about Drake until you actually listen to all, all of the album. album. All right, so guys. however you feel like you need to do that, however long that's going to take, <laughs> just know. All right, <laughs> time, ladies and gentlemen, you have it on record. Okay, you have it on record. Listen to me in full. My all right, God. your boy Dwayne is going to take his research. Okay, he's gonna do it. He's gonna go on a journey. All right, I'm going to go in a time machine and I'm going to listen to every Drake project. All right, start to finish. All right, I am going to see what sticks with me and what I don't skip. All right, if there's a project of his where there's songs I don't skip, I guarantee you I will come back and tell you guys. I like this project. I'm intrigued, bro. I don't know how you've gone this long. Because right. I told you, I like Drake. I just don't like too much singing. I gotta be in the mood for it. You know, Drake's a rapper, right? I know. A I part-time do. rapper. Part-time. Yes. He's a part-time, part-time rapper. Yeah. 
Definitely more rap than R and B to me. It just it just depends. No, okay. you know what I'm saying? Well, it just it just it just depends. Nothing was the same was the perfect balance of it. Rap mm-hmm. and singing. That's that, I think that's partly why I love it that much okay. because it, it's one of those it's it's evenly balanced. Um right. but I went see that's I thought Scorpion was going to be nothing was the same type of vibe. Like like they just didn't do it. They didn't do that. I I, I would have fine if he did side A as a rap album and side B as a R and B. Something like that. Split it up. That'd have been great. Nah. So you guys heard it here first. You already know. <laughs> I don't have to Man. do views and I don't have to do Scorpion. Those two are disqualified from this because I have heard those. Okay. I've gotten through views and I like views. I couldn't get through Scorpion because there were ones that were hit and miss. All right. Now, everything before views, I will go back and listen to. And when it's discussion time, I will let y'all know from the heart what I feel is truly Drake's best album. So you you didn't even listen to What, what a Time to Be Alive? No. Also, keep in mind, also keep was, in yeah. mind, keep in mind that a lot we're talking about a guy who's not that big of a future fan for number one. Uh, me either, but that one <laughs> that one made me like. <laughs> I'm sorry, cause oh, I mean, the man got nice hooks and all that times, but I won't really rock with future like that. I'm rocking yeah. with uh, Peter said, Tony Munton, Tony Munton. Y'all remember that? Oh, that was my jam and my little Cavalier. What? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can't tell me. You had a Cavalier. She I had, had a, a red convertible Caval- 1996 oh. Cavalier. Y'all cannot tell me nothing. And I was Good riding man. around bumping Tony Montana like I was really digging these streets and I wasn't. So, someone, <laughs> gave, someone gave my my parents a Cavalier like in the 90s and my dad was driving it. That thing just while he was driving it, the engine got caught on fire like while he was on 75 South. Something it's, like that. Yeah. My <laughs> engine on fire. I, just, I just heard a big boom. And it just didn't turn on again. So whatever that is. <laughs> Note to self, never have a Cavalier. Don't ever get a Cavalier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Future, same damn time. Probably the greatest Future song. I, well, I actually know. Deeper Than the Ocean. That was a song from Future that I actually rocked with too. Other than that, I can't really I'm tell you I'm not a Future fan either. Me either. Those are the uh, only two songs I can really tell you off the top of my head. You're not alone on that one. I, I'll, I'll rock uh, on that one. But I will definitely go through and check out every project. And when wait, it is so, discussion time. So wait, y'all, y'all, y'all didn't listen to Dirty Sprite too? I listened to a couple of tracks, but maybe, but I didn't listen to that one. Mm. All right. Well, I'm not a future fan though. I just I never uh, have I never have been. The answer you are trying to reach is unavailable <laughs> at the moment. Please leave a message after the beep. Beep. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, fine. Yeah, I listened to a couple of tracks on it, but I'm not. I'm just not. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm not a diehard future fan, also. But I, I, it seems like I appreciate him a little bit more than y'all do. I would no. I will. I will. Well, yeah, if I if I want to drive through Atlanta and just have my windows down and just bump music and not even care what I'm listening to, I listen to Future. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. Not? But I'm not. Why I'm not. not? I'm not going to sit here and listen to him 
in my spare time that I have. So. Nonetheless, I don't uh, even know what mood you have to be in to listen to Future. That's the thing. <laughs> An Atlanta mood. You got to be in an Atlanta yeah, mood. Yeah, there you go. You to do some uh-huh. like <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Uh, so let's go ahead and get right into the meat of things. A certain co host of mine's co hostess, oh, wow. if you will. She checked out a project from a certain artist. He who shall not be named, at least not for myself or this guy over here, but you know, by all means, the floor is yours. So we just gonna throw me up under the uh, under the bus. But that's fine. That's cool. Never will we throw the never will we throw the queen under the bus. No, 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 no. We've got to protect it here. <laughs> the floor is just yours. <laughs> the floor is just yours. Thanks. All right, fine. Well, today, Tory Lanez um, released a project by the name of Daystar. All right. Um, and it's a 17 track project, basically talking about the situation that we all know and have uh, been passionate about, which is the shooting in the foot of Meg Thee Stallion. And, um, amen, upon listening to it, I just say uh, we need to let everybody have their day in court. And again, like, I feel like we have to be careful with when we share our opinions. Because at the end of the day, like, it's protect Black women, protect women at all costs, period, point blank. Um, But I think what he spoke about a lot, it was like, y'all are canceling me and you are crucifying me and you're giving me or or saying that I'm guilty without even knowing the story. Nobody was there. Um, and it's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, right? Or at least that's what he's saying. Um, in addition to kind of telling, and he doesn't necessarily say exactly what happened. He's like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get on the internet and talk about a case that is open. Um, so what's the purpose of the, doing the project then? Because I thought it was- Yeah, because I think, well, and that's the thing too. So everyone's like, okay, well, Tori needs to say something. Like he needs to apologize. He needs to do something. Okay, so when he comes out and does a project versus doing like an IG Live, he's an artist and, 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 and y'all wanted to hear his side of the story. Okay, I'm gonna give y'all 17 tracks of me talking about it. And um, what it sounds like is what he's saying is that the people in Meg's camp are putting it into her mind to go ahead and say that he did something that he didn't do. He's basically saying that it didn't go down the way that it's being depicted. And um, and aside from that, he's talking about just kind of shedding light onto the music industry or just the industry as a whole. Like, okay, there's people that are supposed to be my friends that I've had relationships with that I've been homies with that have my phone number. And before y'all even called me to see whether or not it's true, you're hopping on live and talking shit about me. Like, that I will. Flagging my name through through the dirt. And again, if Tori did it, like that is su- that's a sucker move. Like there's no explaining that. There's no coming back from that. 
But at the same time, I can understand him like, damn, like I thought that we we was really cool like that. You have my phone number. Not once did anybody pick up the phone to say, yo, like what really happened? Everything has been played out over over social media, which is a nasty game because a lot of people jump on social media or jump on a story because they know that it's going to get views Mm -hmm. or instead of judging me based off of what you know about me personally and not just like somebody that that he's met in passing or somebody that that he may done a track with but somebody that we've hung out together we have a relationship versus you come coming to me as a friend you're making moves and making posts based off of damn if i don't say something my fan base might think a certain way you know this is true. See, here's the corny thing about Tori. Why, why do you feel ne- that it's necessary to keep your mouth shut this entire time just to come out with an album that's supposed to respond to it, but then you're saying, I can't say anything? That doesn't make that's any like sense. That's like calling a woman. And again, it's not the same thing, but like, let's play devil's advocate that's like telling a victim oh it's corny that it's corny that you waited months or years after the uh, after the abuse happened to finally come out and 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 say something well you know why i like i'm <sighs> i'm gonna say like this Even if there was an argument with Meg, why in the hell are you reaching for a gun? But that's what he's saying. Like, so again, we don't know, we don't know. We're just going based off of what Meg is saying. We're going based off of what Tori is saying. What right. Tori is ultimately saying is that it's it's a cover up for somebody else. Mm. So he's saying that there. So. From what we've known, there's been there's only three people in that truck. The best friend, the bodyguard, him, Meg. Oh, so the, the bodyguard was in the truck as well. I I believe the there's bodyguard was in the truck. Was right. So if it wasn't Tori, it was either the the friend or the bodyguard. Right. Hmm. Just Bro, say you didn't know. do it. If you see, this is what I don't understand. Why not just come out and say what what's what? He's an artist, man. He decided that he wanted to come out and tell his story. He talked about him and Meg's like their relationship. They were like together. Apparently, he talked about the night at 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 Kyle's party and how he got. Huh? Did you hear me? I said I salute him for that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, he said that, <laughs> you know, they were at Kylie's party. He's He he has had a crush on Kylie, kind of got too flirty. Meg wasn't feeling that, so that kind of led to them all leaving, you know? So mm-hmm. he's talking about what happened. He's talking about their relationship. He's talking about how it hurts that because based off what he's saying, he he didn't do it. 
it's a cover up for somebody else and her team is basically saying hey blame it on Tori but he's saying that once they have their their due date in court the truth is gonna come out again we don't know we don't know here's my thing even if he did not do it let's say hypothetically he didn't do it why not just say that like if someone's coming out and saying that i did something to them and i have to keep my mouth shut on the details but like i can say i i didn't do that What's the what's the harm in doing that? And and even I just want to put a disclaimer, that, guys. I'm not advocating for a Tory, like right. Like we got to see. This will be flashed in a disclaimer. All right, yeah. Mike Post does not condone the actions of Tory Lanes. Right. Period. Pert. Yeah. But so, as you were saying, while mm -hmm. we're getting you know connections resolved, uh, as you were saying, why not just say that you didn't do it? Now, in saying that, who's to really say people are gonna really believe you? I mean, how do you know who's innocent and who's not in this situation at this point? Well, see, but that's what I'm saying though. Like, from the beginning, like even Meg was quiet. And then people were coming at her, right? And then, like she was, she was covering for him. From what she says, she was trying to to protect him. So if that's, that's the case, said he said, he said, "Yo, like, if I shot you, like, why would you get back inside of the car for me?" Or like, like, I don't know, bro. I'm, I'll, all I'm saying is that it would really suck, right? Like, it would really, really suck if once all of the evidence comes out, because there's still things that Meg isn't really being too, too specific about other than Tori did it. It would really, really suck if truth is Tori didn't do it. And all of these artists, rappers, podcasters, whatever, off rip cru crucified him. Right. Yeah. So yeah. at that point, do we hold Meg accountable for that? Yes. And I'll say this. If that is the case, that is going to be a real blow to women. But that's but but then that goes to the whole Me Too. Me Too was 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 a real movement and made mm -hmm. sense. But then when you start having women who, who just accuse men and a simple accusation mm -hmm. can, can, can ruin a career, it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Because my whole, my whole thought process about this is I, I, why is there a gun there in the first place? Like, really? Like, what's the... What is the purpose of even having a gun on you if you're just hanging out with your woman and you're going to a friend's house? Like, unless it's the bodyguard's gun. And if it's a bodyguard, bodyguard's gun, why is the bodyguard not in possession of his weapon? 
These are see. There's more to the see. We so we I'm everything. See, that's the thing. I'm okay with with there being more to the story. It's just that it looks very weird. It and, looks and, like a jump. Yeah, it's this has all been like a very odd thing to 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 not say anything on his side, deny it, and then apologize. Like, and then now this looks even worse to be to be completely honest because let's say he is guilty of it. Now you're profiting off the fact that she got shot. That's the thing. What if he really is guilty? And now, yeah, it's it's all sick. Like the 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 two what ifs are nasty. Yeah. Either side. Yeah, I, I would love to hear what that friend has to say. That's what everybody's saying. Like, hey, hey, friend, what happened? And then just based off of putting pieces of the because again, it's seventeen tracks and he's talking about it throughout the whole thing. But then it's put putting bits and pieces together of like. You were like everybody had been partying, everybody's drunk. I don't know if they were doing other things. You might not have a strong recollection of what actually happened, but then your team is like, yo, Tori did it. This is what happened. You you need to da 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 da. But so, what's the, so like here's my thing though. Why why blame him? Like if let's say that this was the bodyguard that did this, right? Or the friend. What is what's to gain out of blaming him for doing it? Um, I don't want to lose my best friend, or if I don't remember what happened, and my team is telling me to bring Tori so that my team doesn't get you know what I'm saying. I think that, both of them need to actually get rid of their teams. Their teams are horrible. Yeah. They but, they do not strategize well if that's the case. But even with you know, Megan's live video and she got emotional. She was just saying like like she's lost like her, like her both parents, I believe that her gr- grandmother's so she doesn't really have anybody who is really there for her ten toes down and looking out for her best interest. Maybe mm-hmm. that her best friend was there for her, but um, according to, you know, the um, songs and stuff, apparently Tori has some, something going on with her friend too so i don't know if that could have brewed up some things who knows right you know what i'm saying but i think that out of the whole thing the positive that came from it and what was beautiful was to see so many men stand behind megan and speak up they were slow to do it which very slow because you know we talk about here at ots like bringing integrity back to journalism right Mm. and you shouldn't just start spreading stories and talking on hearsay. We need to have facts. We need to know. We need to research. So mm-hmm. I can understand take, taking a while to come out until we know the whole story. But when they came out, you still don't know the whole story. But but you're speaking up and saying that we have to protect Black women. So that's good. But it's just, again, it would really suck and it would be ugly if it turns out that shit didn't go down the way that it's been portrayed to have gone down. Yeah. I I I don't even know what to think to be completely honest. This is this is this is exactly why I I just don't get involved with stuff like this cuz yeah. it makes no sense. Like it's just like this I don't know. I don't know. I hope for his sake he didn't do it. 
I I really hope for his sake he didn't because he was on a good roll, like with and that's so even like to have gotten your masters, to have gotten the quarantine um radio deal, to have just been released from um your contract, like. I don't think any smart individual would be like, let me throw this all away out, out of the heat of passion and shoot a woman in the foot. Like even and that. Why the foot? Thing. That's another thing. What, like, why the foot? Like, did, foot. was this something that just like, just happened because you mishandled the gun and then it just went off. Was it an okay. Accident? It was Rookie. an accident. Like, did he just do that whole thing? Like, you know how, <laughs> You know how like how uh, uh, some guys might do in movies where they just, they like just shoot and then they look away and, and just shoot. You know, like was it something like that? Like, what was it? What what was it? And and if it was the friend that did it or the bodyguard that did it, why? And again, why the foot? Because I can't see someone coming from the back seat to shoot someone in the front and you shoot their foot. And if that if that was the bodyguard that did that, he needs to be fired. Yeah, because he doesn't know he he doesn't know how well, to clearly you don't know how to shoot a gun. <laughs> could have been could have been a case where maybe someone tried to attempt to shoot her and yet someone neg- negated it to mm. where they used the momentum to bend the gun downward to which then the trigger was pulled. Okay, see you inside. All right. Yeah. Could it could it have possibly been Meg that did it to herself? But from the back, though. But it's see, the and foot. Then, but see, and then that was what he said inside of a song. So again, I'm not like trying to plead Tori's case. We're just putting ev- pieces of the puzzle together. He he even said he was like, "If you got shot from behind, how could you identify that it was actually me? Like, 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 like you weren't facing the shooter. You you just know that you got shot." Okay. So answer this for me, because this is something I honestly don't know. Was Tori the one driving and she was in the passenger seat? I don't know. Nobody knows that question just yet. See, we don't know. Hmm. Ah, you know what? However, now what's interesting about scenarios such as this is that over the years, we've seen so many artists be involved in situations such as Tupac with the rape scenario, such as Chris Brown and Rihanna and what happened within that illustrious vehicle. You know, so many different incidents with so many different artists over the years. We've seen things happen. Bobby Brown, Whitney Houston. Mm We've always seen that there are two sides of the story and what we do know is that when Meg is retired from hip hop completely, got a long ways from now, but when she's no longer at the top of the mountain and decides to call it a career and years go by and someone decides to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do a biopic on Meg the Stallion. This scenario is going to pop up in part of her story. I wonder who's going to play. We'll see what really went down in a visual sense. 
Or maybe Tory decides to make a biopic on right. his career. I want to know who's going to play Tory. Good question. That'll, that'll a lot of lookalikes. Mm. You never know. Ever did casting for the for the No Limit Chronicles should do the casting for the Meg biopic. That would be. And you know what was also good too? The uh, Bobby Brown story. Yes. Yes. Very, very good. Very, very yeah, because that, that Winnie Houston casting. Yeah, perfect. 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 And it and allows perfect. you to see things that you had never heard from his perspective. Yeah. And and then he brought up Chris Brown too. He was like, he was like, y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all don't let black men come from any mistakes. Like, like, how is it that Chris Brown has totally done a 180? It's been years since the whole Riri thing. And how is his name being brought up in my situation? That that I I I question too because, but here's the thing. Even with that whole situation, Chris at least acknowledged his wrong, right? Like and repeatedly acknowledged it. He had other outbursts and stuff like that, but once he had a kid, his daughter changed his life because. Mm-hmm. From her birth on, that dude was set straight. I mean, I I I don't know. We may have heard like maybe like one like thing that was toward being negative, but it wasn't anything that really impacted uh, his 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 career since. And I and and they both acknowledged that there was wrongdoing on both sides. But how long did it take for that to come out though? Because when it first happened. Chris Brown didn't say anything. Like he let right, but rightfully so. It rightfully was a so. Time too. Hmm. Think about it differently because now with Twitter, Instagram, IG Live, etc., the pressure media. is not the same. It's yeah. Not the same. So, so, and so, imagine you are in a situation to where you're like, yo, even if she's throwing dirt on my name this is somebody that i cared for i still care for like we were in a relationship and i don't want to i don't want her to look bad but at the same time you have oh like you have bun b talking about me you have me losing out on 10 million dollar deals you have me at a point where i can't buy a house like like he was supposed to buy a house and I guess like the realtor was like, yeah, no, because like you have too much going on, right? So it hits differently. So in a time where Chris Brown, where, where social media was just getting to a point where it is now, you can stay quiet and it not affect you. But now it's more, it's it's, it's just on a grander scale of everybody com- coming at you. I gotta, I, I have to tell my side. You know Whoa. why it was different? Oh. <laughs> whoa! I thought I thought he's like a bee was flying. Hey, I thought he was just, he's just ducking and dodging. Like whoa! What is all this coming from? You know why whoa. I think it's different? Because prior to this situation, Tory was doing quarantine radio and he was all over social media. Mm-hmm. Like he he was talking like he was loud as hell. As soon as it's hit, quiet. Like, quiet as a church mouse. That dude wasn't saying a thing. And I think that's what really rubbed people the wrong way. Like, 
you're gonna you're gonna be able you're gonna be on on Instagram doing all this for for like the last two three months, and then all of a sudden now you just now you're now you're being quiet. That it was it was very very weird, very weird. At the minimum, you can do very least is just say, "Hey, I did not do that," and I'll let this play out in court. Hmm. At least, but then they they tried to blame it on her, and then when they can no longer keep up with that charade, now you're going to switch your story. See, that's what makes him look horrible in this whole thing. It's not even it's not even the fact that that there was an argument or whatever. If you're in a relationship, people argue, cool, but why you bring a gun out, and why the foot? I'm still hung up on that. What is the purpose of shooting a foot? Were you just trying to shoot the ground, like just as a warning shot? And why are you trying to do a warning shot? And if I'm not mistaken, I think I don't even think he's a legal citizen of the United States. So what do you have a gun for? That's another thing. Like I think I think it might actually be illegal for him to own a weapon in in America. So it's, it's like there's so much that goes on with this. What is the why? Just why? But, but I will say this, if she's lying and he's telling the truth that he didn't do this, he dodged a bullet on that relationship. I'll say that. Unintended. Ah, (laughs) too fast. (laughs) Hey, that's what we're here for. That's us, man. Unintended. But, but honestly though, like if, if you're in a relationship with someone and and they try to put something on you like that to save themselves. If it comes out that he didn't really do it, I will that, say ain't, that ain't the relationship you need. <laughs> he's saying that he didn't do it. It's, it, it's, it's more to the story. It hurts that she's trying to that she's trying to like frame him or whatever. But he's still talking like he wants her back. Like he's still talking like he wants to be in it. So that's the part I'm like, Mm-mm. if he's lying and she's lying on you and basically about to like risk you going to jail or and getting deported. Deported. Bitch, I don't care who you are. I don't want you back. No. But who am I to tell somebody how they're supposed to feel about somebody that that they they love and that they have feelings for. I don't know. Yeah, and see, the reason why I don't even know if I can even truly believe that this was a self inflicted wound because that's her money maker. She yeah, a tw- like like. But if it was an accident, the 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 um, same thing. Like, hey, we're all drunk. I grabbed a gun. Boop. Yeah, but what's the purpose know. of the gun even being there? Yeah, that so that takes it to point A. I'm like. <laughs> If if you have a bodyguard, why do you have a gun? Yeah. Yeah. So like none of this makes sense. That that thing that's that's what's throwing me off. Like none of that makes sense. So you know, I I want I want both parties to be able to come out of this and be okay. Mm-hmm. Like I I truly do, but it ain't looking good for him, man. It ain't that 
he just got his hairline back and everything too. And he's gonna go and do that. He has so much going for himself. I mean, why would so he throw it all away? Why like throw it all away, it man. It doesn't make sense. But then again, at the same time, why would Megan go through links to, you know, say it was him? So Yeah. And if he gets deported, does he have to return the hair plugs? Hey man, those are Canadian citizens now. <laughs> Indeed. Canadian citizens. Hey man, oh, I, I, I definitely didn't want it to come out like I'm defending Tory and like saying because right. that's not the situation. All I'm saying is that everybody wanted him to come out and say something. He's an artist and said, hey, I'm going to tell y'all in 17 tracks, I'm going to tell you how I felt before, after, and and during. And yeah. um, when you hear two sides of a story the same way that they're going to have have to do in court, we're putting the pieces of the puzzle together and seeing what really happened. But that's not up to me or any of us to figure out because that's their fucking business. Yeah. yeah. And, and where is Kylie <laughs> landing all this? Kylie threw a party. They went to the pool party. Tori got flirty, got in the pool with Kylie. Me- Megan was not having it. Well, I mean, see, she shouldn't have been in the WAP video. See, that brings it to the, that point. That's the WAP video. <laughs> and in all cases, why should anyone feel triggered? <laughs> 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 Too soon? I know. Isn't it? Yes, it is. Ladies oh and gentlemen. So, I have this quick question for the both of you before we wrap this thing up. I must know which one of these artists take the mantle of 2020 as far as who tells all in one hour. Tory Lanes. Or August Alcina. And then Alcina Tory Lanez. August Alcina cheated because he had a documentary to go along with the album. Mm. I'll be completely uh-huh. honest. I know nothing about Tory Lanez's music. I have never listened to his music before. Never cared you to. Tape? I never I never I I'll be completely honest with you. I didn't know he was actually even an artist until like two years ago. See, that's a problem. It's an artist for real. I didn't I didn't know. So um I don't know. I, I, I agree. I think I think August has an edge in terms of, you know, also putting out a documentary. And then um, like he did an interview with um Angela. Angela Yee. Yee. Yeah. I mean that one was more interesting. Let's that was more. That had much a, a better, like it had a it had a grander uh, a greater impact on the on the culture than than this one did. I mean, the greater only the only one impact one this one had on the culture was that May couldn't twerk for a little while. That's about it. No, because again, the the, the impact was that you saw um, a lot of black men who grew up in a misogynistic '90s era. Standing mm-hmm. up and saying protect black um, black women. I feel like that that was definitely a movement, whether that or not it was genuine or not. Yeah. See, but see, this is the thing about it for me. Like, 
I'm not saying people can't grow and 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 evolve and stuff like that, but like when you're when you're putting out music that that goes against women in general, it's kind of hard for people to take advice from you. It's just it just is. I'm sorry. Rick Ross was the was the latest one uh, today that came out and and. I'm glad you mentioned Rick Ross. You know, I just so happened to do a little bit of twatching. You know what I'm saying? Ah, ha, 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 ha. You see what I got that wrong? A little bit of twatching on the Twitter. And I went on Mr. Lane's page, and well, about seven hours ago, he made this interesting tweet. This is the latest tweet on his feed. It reads, I respect you too much as a black man to disrespect you in these times. However, I went out and marched nine days straight for Breonna Taylor in your city. I didn't see the boss out there once. Mm. Also, stop tagging your endorsements and posts about her. It's a poor decision. Tag Rick Ross. I agree. What are you? Why? Why are you talking on Tory Lanez and be like, "Oh yeah, by the way, Brianna Taylor. Oh, by the way, let me put my uh, champagne bottles in." It was. It was corny. Yeah, it was. I, but I'll say this though. He did. Rick Ross did come back and say. The only reason why you were at that protest is because the protest was going right by your house and you decided to jump out there and, and walk. Nigga, I still came outside and cameras. walked. Did you come outside and walk? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I, I look, I this whole thing, this is this is one maybe it's because I'm just a personal guy, I'm a private guy. This whole back and forth thing on social media is is uh, stupid to me anyway. It's real childish. Yeah. Like if I have something to say to you, I'm gonna reach out to you, and She's we're gonna talk. Phone number, call me. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk. We'll talk. There's no need, for, or or even if I don't have your number, I'm gonna find a way because all these artists have a way to connect to whoever they need to connect to. So I'm going to find a way to connect to you and and talk to you on social media. That's to me. That's what what grown men do. This back and forth thing on social media is just for show. For the clout, for sure. It, it really is. So that part of it makes me wonder how much of this is even genuine. Like, is it like, is this really just, you know, this how, is this how you feel? Or are you doing this because this just gets you more views and clicks? Like, that's, that's what makes me, I guess I just have trust issues. I don't know, because I might be overthinking it. Um, but it, this is, it, this is childish to me. It's, it's childish. I, I don't I don't get it. Hey man, hey Tori Tori addressed everyone that had something to like. He he addressed Bun B, Chance, Masika, Asian Doll. But he was basically like Bun B. You're he said with all due respect, OG. But you're talking about pro, protecting women. When I grew up listening, to, watching your videos, pouring champagne over girls' butts and like over their faces, like, mm-hmm. like 
that if you're making music and what you've gotten your coin over has been degrading women, like, granted, you didn't shoot any of them. You know what I'm saying? Granted that. But, you know, it's hard to take your advice if you're not practicing what you're preaching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, uh, Rick Ross even talked about slipping slipping her or something that she She didn't even know it. And that's another thing too. A, a lot of these rappers have definitely taken at at advantage of women because they they were drunk, high, rolling, mm-hmm. whatever. But that might not ever come out because they aren't famous enough to to get that platform. But was hella quick to throw dirt on Tory Lane. That and that's what I'm saying. Like, if I know I have a history of, of doing that or putting that in my in my art or whatever, I'm gonna think twice about saying something. I don't need to see. I don't need to say anything. I, that, like, I'm not saying that what they're saying is wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it just doesn't. It doesn't help. Like, because <laughs> ev- everyone's going to start talking about your catalog. And it's going to draw attention away from the situation at hand. So, like, what's the purpose? Just just, just keep quiet. Just be quiet. Just be quiet. And, and Rick Ross even said it in one of his videos to Tori. Like, what y'all got going on is between y'all. And I'm going to let you handle that. And why are you speaking? So why are you speaking on it? It just, it doesn't make sense. It, it, We're the cloud, bro. <laughs> it's for the clout. And it's That's the- why I don't pay, I don't take these people seriously. I truly don't. I laugh at what I see. Like what Rick Ross did, he he bought a uh, Tory a um smart car mm-hmm. uh, for you know one of those little Hot Wheel cars. He bought one. He bought him one of those as a congratulations on his album. Like I thought that was funny as hell. Um, <laughs> but. In terms of what I'm listening to you, like actually taking you seriously on what you're saying, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, we are in America, so everyone is innocent until proven guilty, unless you're black. But, it, you know, I guess it, it is okay to go ahead and, and, and say, all right, we don't know all the facts. Let's hold off until they come out. Once they come out, then we'll... I'm cool, and I'm cool with the A. If Tori yeah. shot Megan, that shit was filed. There's no coming back from it. You're a sucker. At no point in time should a gun be pulled out. First of all, the gun shouldn't have been there. That's Derek's point. The gun shouldn't have been there in the first place. But if you're having a lover's quarrel, you as a man should not feel the need to have to pull out a gun for any reason. I'm being completely honest. The only reason why you should be using your gun is to defend yourself. Like, if you feel your life is in danger, in immediate danger, okay. Yeah. And maybe he felt like his life was in danger because he's like three foot tall, but and he is five seven inside of the song. That well, he yeah. Then he said he was standing on his wallet or something like that. I heard some. He said if I stand on on my wife yeah anyway it doesn't matter yeah (laughs) maybe that's why he felt his life was in danger maybe maybe (laughs) well i guess that being said ladies and gentlemen we already know again we could go on with these type of things but you know all good things as we say must come to an end and well 
we have pretty much given y'all a lot of meat right here on past the ox so this is that time where we must say our goodbyes however it's okay because we will be back we'll be back next week don't worry just sit back stay tuned and you never know what else is going to dominate these headlines baby because we're going to come back but before we let you go justice for Breonna Taylor. Ah, yeah. I thought we forgot about that. No, no. Yeah. It'll be said. You'll be heard. Now, I guess I should pass it around to my co-host here and tell the people where they can find you before we go and get out of here. All right. Well, you can find me on Instagram at Nina So Nina with two I's, N-I-I-N-A-S-O-L, Twitter, O underscore Nina. And, of course, here every Monday, past the Ox. Yeah. And what did I think about this week? Because well, as you know. Podcast. Yes, every Monday. Well, Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Brother Derek, uh, tell the people where they can find the hardest working man in show business. Uh, at Derek underscore OTS. That's the black way to spell it. D-E-R-R-I-C-K. And also, I run the social media accounts for OTS. That is at OTS Guys on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And you can also find us on YouTube. Follow, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. And, yeah. and, and, and because we have a lot of, we have a couple of shows that are coming out. Uh, uh, one that's supposed to be coming out next week, I believe, um, that is going to be good as hell. So you don't want to miss that. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what day that we're recording it. I'm not going to tell you what day we're going to list. We're going to uh, drop it. Subscribe to the channel. You'll Subscribe to the channel. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see it. <laughs> hey, that is what's up. You already know. So you heard the man. I mean, you already know, man. Y'all know where to find your boy. Follow your boy on his hosting page at Dwayne Dickey Jr. on Instagram. You can also follow your boy i mean you know he an artist too or whatever so you know follow my artist page on instagram at highlight life h-i-l-i-t-e life same thing for the twitter highlight life h-i-l-i-t-e life h-i-l-i-t-e life and uh you already know what it is www.otsguys.com you already know what time it is find all those things youtube Salute to you. You already know. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell right there. You know what I'm saying? So you can keep it locked and know when we dropping past the ox and plugged in and so many other dope shows right here on the YouTube screen. Shout out to my people on Apple Podcasts. You know what to do. Go ahead and leave that five-star rating. Leave us a comment. All right? Leave them comments there. We want to know your feedback. Let us know who you are so we can shout you out on the next episode. And to my Spotify-lians out there, well, y'all already know what to do, too. Go ahead and hit that follow button so that you already know you can keep contact with everything we do. And speaking of Spotify, hey, audience, check this out. Good news. Pastor Ox now has its own playlist. That's right. We have a playlist on Spotify where you can check out a lot of, well, what we feel is worthy to check out. You know what I'm saying? Some of the stuff we're talking about, 
you'll find on that Spotify playlist. Or shout out to our sideshow plugged in, where a lot of the artists we review, if their music is popping and it's worthy of four oxes or more, well, guess what? We got a plug in playlist where you can check out those very artists. So, you know, in case you just want to discover something new, you already know what it is. So, that being said, make sure you're looking up past the ox. All right, look up past the ox on Spotify. You'll find the show, you'll find the playlist, all that good stuff. So, in the meantime, well, I think it's about time we cue that background music because uh, I don't know about y'all. Y'all ain't got to go ox. home. Past that, but uh, bobbing through your jaws. We got to get the heck up out of here, you know what I mean? So, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, this is the outro. The intro that makes the outro, the outro that makes the intro. As you see, the queen of clashing with a classic twerk one time from her couch. As you know, you can't see it, fellas. Sorry, it's exclusive to the hubby. But nonetheless, we thank y'all once again for tuning in. Until the next time, Derek does not know what to do with a guy like me. But it's cool. We are out of this thing. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ox has officially and pass to you. Peace.